Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome to Los Angeles! Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos! We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Okay. If you could not tell by the title of this episode, big news, big news. We met Ellen. We went to the Ellen show. We had an Ellen experience. Sarah, first thoughts. I couldn't help but think about like the first time I went on the Ellen show and like what Ellen means to like the entertainment industry and she's an icon and how like I used to love watching her on the show. So it felt like a very special moment to be able to meet her so when I told Patrick initially that we got invited to the Ellen show he was like are you gonna go I was like are you dumb why would I not go like is there really another option here like it's her farewell season it's her 19th final season it was very memorable we had like the full like VIP treatment being in the audience to watch her show surrounded by what Kirby calls the cult of Ellen and her adoring fans, you were like, oh my God. Yeah. Like people love Ellen. People love Ellen. When I moved to LA, going to the Ellen show was like a priority for me, especially oh, yeah. as somebody who wants to have a talk show, wants to be a TV host. It was the show because there wasn't anything else out there in L.A. like it, right? Especially like helmed by a woman at the time. By a lesbian woman at that. Correct. Correct. Let's just like back up. We initially talked about kind science and that it was happening on a previous episode. I have to give some kudos to her team for reaching out. I think I actually verbatim said, like, I don't think Glamgelinos are going to care about this. <laughs> they extended an olive branch and were like, hey, listen, we listened to your episode. We're really hoping that you'll give the brand a chance. Like, come to the show, learn about it, learn about the ingredients and the products and why it was made and, like, cast your vote then. I have to say that's pretty big because we have so many different types of listeners that tune into the show. But PR could be like, F you, Kirby. We're, like, kicking you off of every other brand we represents list because you said this thing, right? So like they really didn't have to do that. And I know, Sarah, you had had an experience with Ellen via Zoom, like a Mm -hmm. desk side of sorts with a bunch of editors kind of getting like the lowdown on what kind science was and like why Ellen was a part of it. And what did you think when you initially, you know, had that experience? Her co-founder, Victoria Jackson, who we talked about on the episode, she was co-hosting the Zoom I think that I was going in with low expectations, as Kirby said. You know, we weren't expecting us to be the target demo. We didn't think 
Glamgelinos. I didn't really think like refinery readers were going to be the people who are going to be using and shopping these products. After Victoria Jackson like introduced herself and walked through her career and her experience, like she really has like years and years of experience. She's created countless skincare products. So she really knows what she's doing and obviously like is familiar with the business side of things. And then Ellen, what I really appreciated about her on the Zoom and yesterday too, was that she was very honest with how involved she was in the process, right? She knew what she wanted, the quality of products she wanted. She wanted it to work. She knew what she didn't want in the products in terms of ingredients, in terms of packaging, all of that. But she wasn't trying to be one of those ambassadors, celebrity ambassadors who we've all interviewed and met before who like kind of pretend to be like in the lab, mixing the formulations and all that. Like she really was like Victoria is the mastermind behind the formulations. I trust her with like the different amazing ingredients that we have in these products and formulas. But you know, I can't even say some of them. All I know is that I've tried and tested these products and they work for me and my 63 year old skin. So I felt like she was being very honest. She really has nothing to lose. Like she does not need this skincare brand. She does not need to make any money off of it. Like it purely is just her wanting to share a line of products that she really believes in and works for her. I really like respected that. I like that she was just kind of like no BS. Like, listen, I'm not going to claim that I'm like talking about, you know, the fruit acid blend and that I know what bamboo silk does or whatever. I also have to give Victoria Jackson her flowers because admittedly on the previous episode, we were like, who the hell is Victoria Jackson? Mm -hmm. She is a little bit older than our time, but I did happen to find an infomercial of hers from I think maybe the mid 90s. And all of the comments were basically maybe women like her age or a little bit younger saying, I wanted this palette so bad or I wanted Victoria Jackson products so bad because she was really, you know, one of the first people to come out with like a professional makeup type line. Anyways, I think she's also a walking billboard for the products. Like she looks her age, but she's beautiful, does beautiful makeup, beautiful skincare. The both of them looked incredible. And Ellen admittedly said like, if you had seen her like before she started trying the products, like she looks like a new woman, I guess, which I don't know. I've never seen her before, but the way she looked yesterday, like she looked incredible. And same with Victoria Jackson. Like, I hope that my skin looks as good as theirs when I am their age. Yes. Okay. So let's walk through this experience. We get this invite and they're like, do you want to go to the Ellen show? I'm always about a live studio taping experience so it didn't really matter who it was <laughs> I, I was gonna want to go to it so <laughs> of course I texted Sarah I'm like hello we're doing this clearly and she's like yes we are I gotta give the safety protocols a shout out like oh they God. are not messing around there so you had to have a COVID test to go but you also had a COVID test within 48 hours of going so they sent a concierge COVID test to our respective homes. We got tested on Saturday. They sent that test to production. And then when we got there to Warner Brothers at 12 p.m. on Monday, it was pouring rain, cats and dogs. It does not rain in LA, so this was a special moment. Like I was literally like cradling Sarah under my tiny Benefit Cosmetics umbrella trying to get across the street to the studio. Because <laughs> my dumbass was like, oh, it's not going to rain anymore. I don't need an umbrella. And then I'm like looking for hidden cameras like Ellen would like film people trying to get across the street in the rain. And then from there, we took a rapid test. 
to make sure that we were free and clear of any potential, you know, contamination, whatever. Obviously, we all passed. We were there with probably like 10 other people, and it was a mix of journalists, content creators, and just straight up influencers. And what I thought was really interesting was it was a very broad range of people, ages, you know, races. Mm-hmm. So many different types of people were at this curated event. It was definitely a smaller edited down group of people, which I appreciated. We got to stay in a dressing room next to Anya Taylor-Joy, which was very exciting. They had food provided for us. There's like no shortage of snacks and drinks backstage. Like I truly felt like Kris Jenner. Oh my gosh, all the drinks, all the beverages. I'm just thinking to myself, like, are we in a dressing room that Justin Timberlake has been in? Like, when she scared Taylor Swift and Taylor fell on the ground, like, oh my God, were we yes. in that dressing room? We were, Did I go to the bathroom in that bathroom? Like, you know, oh so many different thoughts. So we were there. And once everybody got through and, you know, was COVID free, <laughs> they were like, okay, we're going to go to the activation. So they had a area set up backstage with all of the products for us to like test, feel. It was really beautifully lit. There was like obviously a huge kind science logo. The one thing I did notice that I thought was really interesting and maybe, you know, I would have changed is for all the little nameplates of the products that were out, it said what the product was and what it did, but it didn't include like ingredients. And I think like that particular grouping of people really wanted to know what was in the products versus like what they did. Like you could look at a thing that said micro exfoliant and know that it's going to exfoliate your face, but like, how is it exfoliating your face? You know, totally, especially because there was such a focus on the ingredients, you know, they really uh, wanted to celebrate the exact like science behind the combination of these the snow mushroom extract there were some really cool standout ingredients that I agree Kirby there was a bit of a missed opportunity but they did give us a pamphlet that listed everything so they did they ended up giving us a pamphlet which we appreciated I will say this one thing I really like is that they don't use a lot of clean language yes in the pamphlet it does say you know No harsh chemicals, no dyes, no fragrances, no parabens. All the formulations are free of like the 1300 plus toxins, I guess the EU has banned, which that's like a whole other conversation. But there's nothing that says clean on Mm -hmm. here. They're really not pushing the clean narrative, which I have to appreciate. But I also think like as a brand, when you're seeing people decide to make dis- like purchasing decisions on whether or not something has a paraben or not, like I think at this point you just have to oh my God. omit it from the formulation or else like you're never going to get picked up by a retailer at this point, right? They use the word kind, I should say, instead of clean. So like kind to the planet, yes, kind to animals, kind to your skin, which actually I prefer. <laughs> Yes, I would prefer that. So, yes, as Sarah said, the, like, three pillars of kindness, skin kind, animal kind, and eco kind. So everything is recyclable. They teach you even how to, like, recycle it properly. It's animal kind, never tested on animals, which I think is, like, a standard at this point. Skin kind, which is what they're kind of saying is good for all skin types. Like Kirby was saying, 
there was a range of people who were invited to this event. I don't want to guess how old some of the women there were, but there was an older woman. So like basically they were saying that it was it's an age positive skincare brand that anyone could use it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't like anti-aging as a word. I do think that saying that it caters to everyone, I understand why they say this because the idea is like the more people it benefits, the more you know money you could potentially make. But also Ellen's fan base ranges from like people in their early 20s to late 60s, early 70s. So I don't think she wants to like box in a potential demo here. But mm. when we talked to Victoria and asked her more, you know, she kept saying Ellen wanted to make sure that it actually worked. We're like, okay, well, how did y'all prove that? And they're like, we did clinical trials for two years. We asked like what the range was of people. And it started at 35, I think from 35 to 65. So I would take that actually as the demo of who this may be for. And I think that too, it was to really test the efficacy of the products and if they were results driven, you know, because obviously you're not going to be able to test the uh, neck treatment on someone who doesn't have lines in their neck. But yeah, no, I do agree. I think that that's their target demo. And we did ask Ellen what her favorite product was. Yes. And it is also Kirby's favorite product. Ellen, what's your favorite product? Um, it's probably the micro exfoliant because I use that every single day because I wear makeup every day Hmm. and it just, you know, I just feel like it's gentle enough to get all the makeup off and just whatever your day is without actually, because I love an exfoliant, but a lot of them are, they're just so harsh Mm -hmm. and they actually make your face red when you're finished washing your face. And I use this every day. I use it twice a day. And I, I use it in different areas. Okay, so the Micro Exfoliant Plus, this was the first product I reached for. I was immediately drawn to it because I wanted to know, okay, is this like one of those basic exfoliants that like has those really soft beads that don't do jack for your skin? Or like the thick, thick scrubs where you're like, I'm actually going to break open my skin. Well, it's volcanic sand. So these granules that are super, super fine, they help lift off the dead skin cells. It's in this, like, not emulsion, but it feels like a thick, I don't want to call it a paste because that sounds bad. Yeah, it's not as thick as a paste. Like when you push it out or, you know, press it out of its packaging, it doesn't like run everywhere. So it's very creamy. Mm -hmm, It's very mm -hmm. creamy. And you can put it on your face. You can do it like as a little mask, like an exfoliating Mm -hmm. mask. It has fruit acid blend that helps unclog pores. And then your face afterwards feels incredible. It has bamboo silk, which smooths and softens. So I tried that. That was like the first thing I tried when I got home on my face. And I really liked it. Ellen says she uses this twice a day, which I was kind of like clutching my pearls because I'm like, girl, don't exfoliate your face twice a day every day but it's what she does it's what she does listen maybe she's out in her Montecito home (laughs) with the animals outside getting dirt on her face in the morning before she heads to the studio and she needs a good scrub that all said you know if you do end up using this start off with once a day if not like once uh, every few days she did give a good hack 
which was that she does the micro exfoliant first and then she'll go in with the cleanser, which I actually freaking love because it helps break up the makeup. Then she just washes it all away with the cleanser. So I was like, okay, Ellen, you know a little bit. Yeah. And she also mentioned that she likes to use it on her different body parts sometimes. So keeps it in the shower. I love uh, keeping my exfoliators in the shower. I don't know about you, Kirby, but I feel like it's nice. Oh, yeah. With the heat and the moisture, like really helps break it down. So maybe for those little dry elbows. Ooh, she joked it was her hiney. She joked that she liked to put it on her butt, which I mean, it was obviously a joke, but. I've been using a lot of like exfoliating products on my armpits. In terms of using it on your face, I used it this morning (laughs) and I really liked it. I enjoyed it. My skin did not feel stripped afterwards. It was glowing. I was a big fan of it. Like the standout products for me personally are probably the micro exfoliant, which is $28. And then the hydrating cream, which Victoria said this. I was like, okay, here we go. So it's the hydration cream. It includes sea buckthorn, bacuchiol, which is interesting, boswellia serrata, which helps Mm -hmm. with Visible redness, which is like my ultimate jam. And then the chef's kiss, Mm -hmm. the snow mushroom. The minute she said snow mushroom, I was like, I'm sold. Just get it on my face. Yeah. It's a cream, but it's not. It's definitely like a water cream. Wouldn't you say, Sarah? Yeah, it's definitely bouncy, but it's a lot more hydrating than most water creams you would probably have tried before. Like, I feel like it is extremely hydrating in a great way like if you are looking for like a la mer creme de la mer type of like moisture but you don't like how heavy and maybe sometimes greasy it can feel or you are just naturally an oily person and you don't want something super heavy like this is a really great hydration cream I don't think I've ever used a cream that has had both the snow mushroom and bacuchiol in it before. Yes. Which I think Victoria Jackson was like really excited about this combination. It's $43, which I think Kirby already said. So it is on the pricier side, but I feel like still affordable. It's like two fluid ounces. So it'll probably last you mm, maybe a couple months. Yes. And everything is under $50, which I have to appreciate these days. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee, you know, should you not love the products. Because right now, guys, it's just direct-to-consumer. They're not selling in stores. There are some before and afters on the website that you can check out that I think really drive home the it works point that they were really focused on. Yeah, and I also appreciate that they included, like, which products they actually have clinicals for. They didn't provide clinicals for the radiance oil, the neck treatment, and the eye cream, and maybe those are coming later. But, like, Mm. hydration cream, yes, firming serum, which was also really lovely, and then maybe it was just those two. But they said that they found like 100% of participants found that their skin felt more hydrated. I can't remember like how long the period of time was. But I definitely like really enjoyed the way that my skin felt after using the products. Okay, what product do you think Glamgelinos will be most excited about? I think people are going to be excited about the Micro Exfoliant Plus. I think it's just... I mean, maybe I'm biased because I do like a physical exfoliant and the granules in this are just like better. I like gold fat and MD doctor scrub type 
products, but that product is a mess to use, hence why I use it in the shower. And I think Ellen has sensitive skin. And the reason why I think she kind of leaned into getting into skincare is because she said that she was when she started getting paid, all the stuff that she was buying was expensive, but it wasn't working for her. And she just felt like because of how much makeup she wears on a daily basis, her skin always looked red and ruddy and like she couldn't figure it out. I just think like the internet is not real life, right? So like sometimes on this podcast, the products that we talk about, I'll talk to my friends and they have no clue that some of these brands exist. Like I had a friend recently be like, what's Kosas? Should I be using Kosas? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how do you not know what Kosas is? No, we are like extremely in a bubble. Yeah. You know, maybe somebody out here, they're listening is like a devoted Ellen stan and you're like, you know what? I could use a new hydration cream. I like Ellen. I trust Ellen. I'm going to buy this. You're, it's a good product. Like the ingredients are great. And I, same with the micro exfoliant plus. Like I love that there's the alpha hydroxy acids. I love that there are the granules. And then I love that it makes your skin feel really soft afterwards. Like the products aren't a joke. Like, I think that's the bottom line. I think that they're, like, really nicely developed, nicely formulated products. They're also really, really cute. I love the packaging. I think it's, like, very pretty. I think that this would be a product line that I would gift for the holiday season. Like, I feel like my mom and my sisters would all love the hydration cream and the firming serum and the microexfoliant. Yeah, my mom and aunts are going to love this. Ellen aside, like, you know that it's going to work for their skin type, even if they have really sensitive skin, and it's like a quality product. And they're going to be hyped to see Ellen in the little packaged pamphlet, whatever. Yeah. Where can we buy? It's all direct to consumer. So you have to go to kindscience.com at the moment. That's where you can purchase. Y'all, I mean, listen, I straight up was like, there's nothing that could make me enjoy this brand. And then I actually tried it and was like, okay, you know what? Just kidding. I'm using the Micro Exfoliant Plus twice a day now. No, just kidding. I'm not. Okay, we've been getting some questions. I think, honestly, it's because shopping season is among us. We've already scared the daylights out of y'all about buying your holiday gifts now because of supply chain and shipping issues. We've been getting some questions. We got this in our DMs. Actually, let me pull it up, Sarah. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. This is from our DMs. And if we don't respond to your DM, we apologize. We honestly don't get on our Instagram as much anymore because we have Hanners. Hanners, Hanners. Hanners, Handers. Hanners, Handers are our Instagram. Okay. So Alyssa Hondel said, debating between the rich cream or creme de la mer for the upcoming Sephora sale. I have dry skin and live in the north where it's getting colder. Which do you think I should go with? Okay, Sarah, I'd love your take on this because I did respond to her, but I'm curious what you think. I feel like tomato tomato it's so hard because i love both products i love both brands she was saying she's it's very dry where she lives yes did she indicate like age at all no okay she did not okay 
I'm going to assume that she is a listener and maybe a little bit on the younger side. So I'm going to suggest the rich cream. Okay. 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 So this is what I said. Because she said that she has dry skin and she lives in the north where it's colder, I said that La Mer, the creme de la mer, is going to be heavier. It's going to be very occlusive on the skin. It's going to lock in that hydration, right? Mm -hmm. And that Augustinus Botter is going to be more lotion-y. Yep. Like, even though it's called the rich cream, it comes in a pump. Yes. And it really doesn't feel like a cream. It's Mm -hmm. more liquidy than – because if you ever have tried creme de la mer, it's very, very thick. It is thick. I don't think there's anything really, really rich about the rich cream except for the the fact that it has the proprietary complex, which makes it like fancy and luxurious and expensive. So that's the rich part of it. Wait, does the the regular lotion not have that? No, no, no. It does. Everything has it. Augustus Botter's entire line has the like trigger with the, the TFC8. But I'm just saying it's not like thick like I feel like people who have not gotten their hands or tried samples of the rich cream are maybe thinking it is the same texture as a creme which it's not no the original Augustinus Botter lotion is way too thin for me like when I use it I don't know it feels almost more like an oil versus like an actual lotion Mm -hmm. any person I talk to is like the rich cream is what I prefer and I'm now starting to wonder is it called the rich cream just because you're rich and like who uses the regular one I don't know maybe if you're really oily or like you really like to layer on different types of products maybe because I agree it was way too light for me it was too light it had like a very I I don't know I don't know All that to say we love the rich cream very, very much. Yeah, the rich cream is our drug of choice here. We also love the creme de la mer. There's so many factors that play in. Like if you don't like having like a thick emollient Mm -hmm. situation, I mean like my skin glows like a disco ball after I put on creme de la mer, okay? Like I'm using it on my feet because it's like that moisturizing. So, I mean, I would hope that your face is not as hardcore dry as like my feet are. <laughs> but maybe you live like this glam gelino somewhere really, really cold and windy and your face is just feeling really dry and your lips are cracked and you need something that is really just going to like lock in the moisture, you know, and you've got your serums on before it, like use the creme. Use the creme. Use the creme. It's got the miracle broth, years and years of clinicals proving that it works. It's not for everyone. Every single brand out there is coming after La Mer. Oh my God, they're so shady. They're saying the shadiest shit. They're saying the shadiest shit about La Mer. I'm just like, leave La Mer alone. Like, <laughs> La Mer does not come after you. La Mer does not have to come after you. Okay? Does not. La Mer does not even think about you. Right. Oh, <laughs> ooh. 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 And then we've got sweet old Augustine Botter. Sorry, he's not old. Sweet Augustine <laughs> Botter with his little bow ties and his science. So cute. It's really like the future of luxury skincare. Yes. Yes. And it's not a scam, despite whoever posted that in 
the Glam Gelino Facebook group. Did you see that? No. Someone, someone was like, so Augustus Botter is a scam, right? And then everyone was like, uh, haven't Kirby and Sarah both talked about this? And I was like, uh, it was in our first episode. It was like the, one of the first products I ever recommended. I hope it's not a scam. What do you mean a scam? Like what kind of scam? Like a LuLaRoe scam? Okay, I think the point the initial poster was trying to make was like, it's so expensive, right, right, but right, like, right. does it actually work? And a lot of people were like, did nothing for me. And then some people were like, I I swear by this product. It's like, I have to have it. I just want to be 100% with y'all. We're never going to recommend something that's a scam. Even like the Ellen thing. If we went to this thing and did not like the products, we'd be like, okay, we had a great time at Ellen. But like, what are these products? We would have been straight up about that too. And also on top of all of that, no, you don't need Augusta Spotter. If you want to spend... 20 30 bucks on olay products like great that's great too we love yes. olay's moisturizers if you want to spend 40 dollars on the kind science hydration cream that's great too you by no means need to shell out hundreds of dollars for these very luxurious expensive creams but if you are asking our opinion yes we like them both exactly moving on to another expensive extravagance that I posted about recently. Okay, by the way, I posted this video <laughs> that was like, okay, I'm comparing the T3 Twirl Trio to the Dyson Air Wrap. Well, I was inspired by Amy Chang because uh-huh. she did a video initially. You know, Amy Chang, yeah, what's yeah. her handle? I can never bon say her handle. Day Vivant. De, bon Day Vivant. Okay, so Amy Chang is like a really big hair influencer on TikTok. Gorgeous hair. Beautiful hair. But one thing was she posted a comparison about if the Dyson Airwrap or the T3 curling iron was like more damaging to her hair. She styled both sides of her hair with it. And then she asked people to pick which one. And she basically said that the Dyson Airwrap made her hair more damaged. I wanted to do my own version of this just because I felt like if you're going to compare two different products, you have to keep some consistencies within your experiment, right? It's like when you learn about science experiments in school. Yes, it has to be exactly the same. Yes. She curled her hair inward with one and outward with the other. She didn't take like the same size sections. And then she was like holding the ends of her hair up and like showing like damage. And I'm like, but after one Mm -mm, use, mm -mm. after one use, like you need to do this for like 30 days. No. And by the way, we have interviewed the Dyson scientist, Veronica. Go back and listen to that episode. They have done so much work. So much research. Yes. And it's very different. To prove that it does not uh, damage your hair in the way that other heat styling tools do. Yes. So my video that I posted initially was like, I'm not going to tell you whether or not one's going to give you more hair damage, but I'm going to tell you like which one to purchase should you be considering. It's apples to oranges. They're two completely different tools. One is actually like a heat styler, a curling iron that like puts heat on your hair. Yes, it's a ceramic barrel, but like it's going to cause more heat damage then the Dyson Airwrap, which not only has our favorite Coanda effect, it stays at a maintained 302 degrees the entire time, and it blows air into the hair to help dry it. So the heat is evenly distributed. It stays at 302 degrees. That's the main difference between the two, right? Y'all, I'm going on a tangent here, but all this to say, I got a lot of questions like, should I buy the Dyson Airwrap then? I love the way your hair looks with the Dyson Airwrap. Does it hold a curl all day? Here's the deal. The Dyson Airwrap comes with six attachments and it's $549. This is a beauty investment. Do you need it? No. 
Do most people love it? Yes. Do some people not? Yes. You can return it after 30 days. If a part breaks, you have a two-year warranty on it. There is a learning curve. This is not like your traditional curling iron. Like it will take a couple of tries to get the hang of it. But if you love a blown out look, you go Mm -hmm. to dry bar regularly, you go and get your hair blown out regularly, and you love that big, bouncy, voluminous curl, Mm -hmm. shiny curl, and it's not perfectly sleek, then this is the product you should probably look into. If you like more beachy, cool girl waves, you like a a new wave like Oncotron, like you like the more relaxed wave, like an actual wave, not a curl. Not a curl, yes. Because you cannot achieve a beachy wave with the Dyson Airwrap. And that is exactly like what Kirby says. I use both a lot. I use the Dyson Airwrap probably more so than the curling iron only because I'm like not going anywhere and really like styling my hair a lot anymore. But it just makes my hair look nice and blown out and bouncy. But if I'm going somewhere and I want to style my hair, I use the T3. Yeah, I love the T3 too. I use them both. We're both lucky that we have been gifted both of these products. Will I go buy another Dyson Airwrap? Yes. When my Dyson Airwrap dies... I will happily go out and buy a new one. Like this is a product I use literally on the daily. My T3 finally. Oh, did it yeah, pass away? It passed away. Oh, RIP. I was like, you, it, I had it for years and years and years and it was like squeaking. And I was like, I don't want to get rid of it. Even though I have like 10 curling irons in my, in my garage. <laughs> and finally I had to say goodbye to it. It served me well. You lived a, a nice life. Mm-hmm, T3. Mm-hmm. Twirl trio. Anyways, last thing I'll say about this. If your hair does not hold a style when it gets blown out professionally, it's not going to hold a style with the air wrap. Like this is not going to magically change how long your hair holds style. Yeah. And I will say if you have like really thick hair, textured hair, I personally obviously like have really fine like Asian hair and it works well with the D- Dyson air wrap. Do you know how well the air wrap works with really thick or textured hair? A lot of people that have messaged me about it are like, I have so much hair. When you have a lot of hair, it's going to take a long time for you to style it regardless. This is also not going to be like the magic pill that changes how quickly your hair is styled. Because like, sure, it may dry your hair quickly, but like if you're using the air wrap on like damp hair the way it's supposed to, you kind of have to hold the barrels for like a few seconds to like really make sure that it like fully dries the hair. So then that the style sets. I agree with you. I think like if you have really thick hair, if you have super curly hair, I know that Veronica says that she has like naturally really curly hair. Veronica being one of the scientists behind the product. So she said like she uses it to like straighten her hair. Can't speak to that. Like I think that's amazing, but I'm not sure that's actually the case. If any of y'all do that, let us know. But I think we got to keep things in perspective. Like we got to keep our expectations in check here. It's not going to be a magical product. So that's kind of like our little PSA on the Dyson Airwrap. It's not the magic pill, so to speak. If your hair doesn't hold a curl in general, when you get it blown out, this isn't going to hold it either. Like you need to stick to your curling iron if that's what helps your hair stay. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. We're doing things in reverse today. Kirby, I want to know what's on your face. Well, it's actually not currently on my face. I'm wearing Tower 28's Sunny Days. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks really good. 
I'm also wearing Annie from Makeup by Mario <laughs> on my lips. Not Garth. Not Garth oh. or Jeff. Well, listen, okay, I actually effed up. So Jeff is not a lipstick. Jeff is a lip, lip liner. liner. Yeah. He doesn't have corresponding lips with liners. So they all have different names. He really has a lot of friends. He does. So if you want a really sexual name for a lipstick, try Travis or Garth. No, no. Travis is a lip liner too. Damn it. Okay. Anyways, Jeff is not a lipstick. So if you're looking for Jeff, you need to go to the lip liners by Makeup by Mario. What I have on my face is a product that's bougie. It is expensive, but we will be having our under 20 wifes coming up in the month of November. So this is kind of like my last hurrah before that four-week hiatus of bouginess, okay? Chanel LeBeige's water tint. I posted about this because I bought it in Hawaii earlier this month. And I was actually surprised. I had so many people asking me, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's not clear by like the packaging. So allow me to introduce you to the Water Fresh Tint. It comes in eight shades. This is a tinted moisturizer in serum form. So I'm like on the Chanel website. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you click it and you scroll down, you'll see what it looks like when they pump it out. It yeah. looks like a serum with a bunch of little pigment balls within the serum. And then it looks like it's just kind of like spreads into coverage. And the way that it works is that when you apply the product to your face, you push it in to pop those pigment balls. And it gives you just this really beautiful, glowy, hydrated looking skin finish. My friend Katrina, who is a professional makeup artist, was like, this is the product. Like, this is it. Everybody that says that they're using one product on the red carpet, they're not. They're actually using this. Oh. I was like, all right, I'm going to try to find it in my shade. So I got medium, and I'm obsessed. I had some people tell me that they got it, and they felt like there was no coverage at all. And it's actually really easy to think that if you don't apply it the right way. Like if you're not breaking up the actual little capsules. Got it. Exactly. Which, like, also, what a waste. Like, don't totally. waste your capsules, guys. Totally. If you put it on your face and you're trying to like, you know, I don't even know how you would do it. I, I feel like I always am pouncing on yeah. my face, so yeah. it would break them up. But you can't just like rub it on. Like you have to actually make sure that you break them up. So it comes. You're like dabbing it into your skin. Yes. Push it into the skin. It comes with a little mini Chanel brush that they suggest using. Honestly, this did not work for me. I felt like it absorbed all of the serum mm. and then didn't deposit any of the product onto my face. Here's some feedback. <laughs> I was like, maybe don't put this in there. Like, make a sponge. So I will dispense it onto my hand first. Take my Tarte blender, which I'm obsessed with because it has like a flat side. And then I pick it up off of my hand with my sponge and then I press it into my skin starting at the middle of my face and then blend it outwards. Literally every time I wear it, someone asks me what is on your face. Like non-ironically. They're like, no, like tell me like what are you wearing on your face? It's light to medium coverage. If you want heavier coverage, this is probably not the product for you. People are like, I felt like you could see my skin through it. And I'm like, how? Mm. My face looks completely covered. Like I have like the crack lips, mm -hmm. you know, like the fully white lips when I like put it on my mm -hmm, face because mm -hmm. it's just so much product. It gives you a radiant, healthy looking glow. 
and really it is incredible. It just says that it gives you eight hours of hydration by using this product. So Sarah, notoriously dry Sarah. Isn't this a little shocking? I've not tried this product Um, because it sounds like extremely my shit. 100%. What is the shade range? So there's eight shades available. It's kind of like when we talk about coverage, it's like Mm. it's not full coverage. So you don't need like 20 something shades or 40 shades or whatever. There's a lot of like in between. And you and I, oddly enough, sometimes are the same exact same shade. Yeah. So I have medium at the moment, but it goes from light to deep plus. Okay. So I would say there's four like fair shades and then four dark to deep shades. So the spread is there. There's a good spread. I might have to go over to Nordstrom this weekend and pick it up. Or you might just have to like ask Chanel for it when you go with them on that trip that you're going to Paris with them Mm. for. Yeah. Maybe that. (laughs) Maybe that. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're like, no, you're asking for too much. I'm not jealous at all. I'm just taking my happy ass to Nordstrom and buying Chanel product on my own accord. Which also you could ask them. You don't need to be shopping yourself. One of these days. Let's talk it though quickly about the TikTok trend of people buying the cheapest thing from designer brands so they can have the nice packaging. People who want like the Chanel experience who, you know, don't want to buy a full on purse buy the Chanel cotton pads, buy this Le Beige tint and, you know, get the little cute little Chanel bag. Their their packaging is just like so pretty. Oh, yeah. I bought this in Hawaii, like I said. My friend was having her 40th birthday there. I don't know what was in the water. The people I was with, were they were literally buying like thousands of dollars worth of designer products from like Gucci, yeah. Louis Vuitton, like YSL. The taxes, right? It's like 10% cheaper. Yeah. It's good shopping. It's good shopping. Okay. But I was like, I don't know. Like, is money falling off trees here? Like, what the hell is going on? People are just happy and on vacation. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like by the beach. This is awesome. So anyways, I forgot a foundation and I was like, F, I need to go find one. And then I was just like, well, went in Chanel. So I went over and they happened to have my shade and I bought this and I had a beautiful Chanel bag to bring it home in. So um, I feel like, listen, you could buy the freaking hand cream for the holidays. They're going to send that stuff in a beautifully packaged box. I'll tell you right now. And Chanel has great customer service because I did that last year. And they made sure, chop, chop, it got to my people as quickly as possible. Anyways, that's what's on my face. I really, really love it. It's very, very different from like similarly priced product like the Armani Luminous Silk. It's just very different, a very different consistency. There is a learning curve, but I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And that's awesome. Woohoo! Okay, everyone, that is our Tuesday episode. What do you think? Are you going to pick up Kind Science from Ellen? Are you going to try Le Beige's Fresh Water Tint from Chanel? Are you going to kill us if we talk about the Dyson Airwrap ever again? I'm apologizing in advance because we will. We will definitely talk about our love of the Dyson Airwrap. Until Dyson comes out with a new product or someone comes out with a product that is better than the Airwrap, no, you will not be hearing us talk about, or yes, you will be hearing us talk about the Airwrap again. 
Everyone, thank you so much for listening. If you love Los Angeles, please share it with a friend. And if you are enjoying our episodes, we love to hear from you on social. Tag us. Let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. And uh, we will talk to you on Friday for a spooky episode. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.